Good morning, fellow explorers. This is Siren Murr here with your positivity pop-up for Sunday, April 16th. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, we like to hop on every Sunday morning, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time to give you some of the headlines that we came across this week that were good because my goodness, isn't most of the news just awful these days? Probably always has been, but I feel like the media just likes to sensationalize everything. So actually this week, the hardest part for me was trying to whittle down the the articles I was going to report on to keep it at a manageable number so that we didn't, I, I like to try to keep this at 30 minutes on Sunday mornings. And, you know, I wanted to not make sure that we don't go too far beyond that, but also want to make sure you guys have a nice balance of some stories. And I don't know, I had a ton of them this week. So that's a good problem to have. I feel like when you have so much good news out there that you have to just pick some. So I ended up with five news stories today. But before we get into those, I just want to tell everybody that today among other things, is National Wear Your PJs to Work Day. So in honor of National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day, I didn't put any pants on this morning, and you're welcome. All right, let's get started. Our Oh, before we get started, actually, I just want to remind everybody that your taxes are due on Tuesday. And if you haven't done them yet, you are not alone. Yours truly still doesn't have her taxes finished, but it's on my list of things to get done today, friends. <laughs> All right. Our first story today comes to us from a study out of Yale where they they did research based on it was 1,716 participants over the age of 65, and they looked at older people, these older people who had some mild cognitive impairment or MCI, they call it. And that is something that is repairable, which I guess most people don't know. You can recover from that. One of the, um, the lead author of the study said, most people assume there is no recovery from MCI, but in fact, half of those who have it do recover but little is known about why some recover while others don't. And that is why we looked at positive age beliefs to see if they would help provide an answer. She goes on to say, this is Becca Levi, she, she, or Levy, L-E-V-Y. She goes on to say, our previous research has demonstrated that age beliefs can be modified. Therefore, age belief interventions at the individual and societal, societal levels could increase the number of people who experience cognitive recovery. So this study found that those who think positively about growing older were about 30% more likely to regain normal cognition if they, they were about 30% more likely to regain normal cognition if they were upbeat versus those who were sort of poo-pooing about getting older. So that just goes to show you that having a positive mindset is, it's important for um, maintaining longevity and for recovering from some 
normal <laughs> function loss. It looks like Siren Sara joined us this morning. How you doing, Sara? Good morning. How was your week? No, oh, she muted us, friends. She oh. doesn't want to tell us about our week. <laughs> I was saying I, I'm just waking up, so good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> I just jumped right in this morning. Sorry, I didn't even tell everybody how my week was. So, oh, well, how was your week? It was good. It was good. It was uh, it was a little weird. It was a little bit of a weird week, but it was good. Um, nothing really to complain about. What about yours? Um, it was a pretty normal week as well. Um, I would have to think and think for a moment about everything that went on during the week, but I think it was a pretty good week. Ben <laughs> uh, came back from the Galapagos, so that made it an amazing week. All good. Sorry, one of our um, listeners, Victor, asked, um, he had a question about, um, I, I said he, I don't know if it's he, they had a question about the... Um, recovery and I was talking about recovering from mild cognitive um, loss. So um, not recovery from addiction. Sorry for that confusion there. Mild cognitive impairment is what they call it. So you you can recover from that just by thinking positively about growing old. So that was, I found that very interesting. Your mind is a powerful thing. Okay, my next story comes from comes out of Virginia. There was a fifth grader um, named Liam, and he Liam Squires, and his teacher had just sort of gone through the ro the rock cycle with her class. Um, Serena Porter's name of his teacher, and then they open their textbooks. And little Liam is looking at this diagram of the rock cycle, and he's like, um, the sedentary and the igneous rocks are mixed up on this diagram. And so her his teacher, Miss Porter, is like freaking out because she's been teaching these kids the wrong thing, obviously, because the textbook can't be wrong. But they looked closer, and yeah, the textbook is wrong. So she, the teacher, told their head of um, the science department who picked out the textbooks. I guess these textbooks were relatively new. Um, Liam discovered this, like, right before their Christmas break. And um, they, the school ended up contacting the publisher, Five Ponds Press, who... I, you know, they didn't hear from him for months. So this happened right before the Christmas break. And in March, they received a letter from Five Ponds Press. Acknowledge they wrote this letter to Liam, acknowledging the mistake that had been, and then they sent him some stickers and buttons. And in the letter, they said that they were proud of him. They go on to say, who knows, maybe one day you will be a geologist studying the earth, or maybe you will be an author writing your own book. Either way, your future is bright. Great job paying such close attention in class. How cool is that? That's so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And he's 10 years old, and uh, he is a great editor already. <laughs> I know the Sirens on Siren Soapbox have, written, have read some books that we wish were edited better. 
maybe we need this 10 year old to help some people out. All right, my next story. get it down to drinking temperature right before we start it. <laughs> I think I just watered it down. All right. Our next story comes out of Cincinnati and that is my hometown. Um, I have lived in Cincinnati my entire life. I found this article on CBS news and I started reading about it. And I was like, oh, it's a Cincinnati barber. <laughs> That's really cool. So this guy owns a shop. It's the, the, Hey, Mar, can't hear you anymore. This is like major um, teasing. You hear your next story, but then we don't hear a story. And he's able to focus on the kid one-on-one. -on -one. There's no other distractions. These kids, you know, they, they're regulars of his now, so they know they're going to get the same man every time. Um, he, told, he told some of his friends that he was going to start doing this. And one of his friends asked if he could, if he could donate some money to cover a haircut. And that simple act of kindness snowballed into what they call the gifted program. So he started, I guess it's a GoFundMe page and people are able to donate to him. So he is, while he is working on his off day, he's, I, this GoFundMe sort of covers that. But what the best part is, these parents don't have to pay a penny for these haircuts. Uh, this man's name is Vernon Jackson. And Vernon says, these are parents that would pay any amount of money just for their child to be able to have an experience like any other person. At the end of it, I can tell them it's covered, he said. The, the parents always say, I got to give you a tip. And I say, no, trust me, this is part of the gifted program. This is a gift from the community and myself. Please receive it makes me proud that he is from Cincinnati. That's awesome. We missed where, where that was from. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. He's up in Clifton. Oh, very cool. 
in the Clifton area. Yep. And he says that he's got parents or he's been contacted from people um, from all over the world, not just here in Cincinnati. Actually, they, he's got people that come in from different cities all over the state. Um, he says he's been getting inboxed from people from Denmark, Australia, London, Uganda, of course, all over the country. It's really been a beautiful experience. This has allowed me to love to my fullest capacity and to see what happens when I do. Aww. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's very cool. And my final story before I get into telling you guys some of the cheesiest jokes you've ever heard <laughs> is about a 56-year-old man named Jim Fullen. And Jim decided that he was going to finally achieve his dream of playing college baseball. So Jim Fullen was sitting at a softball game of one of his grandkids. I think he, I'm going by memory, don't have these notes down, but I think he's got like nine grandkids. He's got three adult children, nine grandchildren, and he was at one of their softball games talking with his daughter, and his daughter said, yeah, I'm thinking about going back to school to work on my degree, and Jim was like, yeah, me too, and uh, play baseball. So he started talking to some colleges, and they they were, they kind of blew him off. They didn't take him serious. He's a 56 year old man. His head coach is literally like four years older than him or something. <laughs> so he, he finally got in touch with Montgomery County Community College in Bluebell, Pennsylvania, and they seemed to take him serious. They, they engaged in conversation with him. He went to tryouts. There were 25 people who tried out for the baseball team and only 18 of them made it. And Fullen was one of them. He spends three hours a day practicing, just like all of his other teammates. He doesn't get any breaks because of his age. He does say it's hard to keep up with them sometimes, but he is just loving every minute of it. He's living his, he's living his dream, and that's so wonderful. So in an email to today.com, Dr. Victoria Bestecki Perez, who's the president of the college, said Montco, that's what they call themselves, Montgomery County Community College is Montco. Montco is full of learners at all stages of life. We foster a culture of belonging where everyone feels welcome and empowered to achieve their unique goals. And I think that they are doing a wonderful job of that. Very cool. Another question. Very cool. I think that's my only vocabulary this morning. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. So, Sarah, I think you missed the part where I said it's uh, National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. Did you hear that? Oh, fabulous. I kind of do that every day anyway, but okay. Yeah, you get to wear scrubs. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't put pants on because it's National Wear Your PJs to Work Day. <laughs> Thank so. you for that visual. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> There's no video on this. It's all audio. <laughs> yeah, I keep checking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, taxes are due on Tuesday, as I've already mentioned. So, for your listening pleasure, I found some accounting jokes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be amazing. Yes. Sara, where do homeless accountants live? Um... I don't know, Mer. Where do homeless accountants live? 
in tax shelters. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. All right. What sort of sense of humor do accounts uh, do accountants have? None. <laughs> Close. Oh. Self depreciating. <laughs> Self deprecating. <laughs> oh. Wait, uh, you, let's you did, see. You did say that these were, were going to be cheesy. That's okay. We did. Oh, I did. Yeah. I, I, there was a disclaimer. <laughs> okay. Why are most accountants so good looking? Um, uh, I don't know. Why are they good looking? Um, they have great figures. Ugh. I just <laughs> got that one. I know. What do accountants' accountants' spouses say to fall asleep when they have insomnia? I don't know. It's got to have something to do with counting, but it's not coming to me. Sweetie, tell me about your job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's here's my final cheesy joke of the morning. What do you call an accountant with a spreadsheet? Or I'm sorry. What do you call an accountant without a spreadsheet? Um, I don't know. What do you call lost it? with what lost lost? Oh. <laughs> Victor, thank you so much. You've been a wonderful participant this morning. We really appreciate having you on here listening. Um, okay. The last thing I'm going to leave you with, I know Elsie, when she joins us, she likes to do some trivia. I was having a hard time finding trivia because it was midnight. <laughs> I gave up, but um, I do have some tax facts for you. I come from Mullen and Associates, which is a CPA firm. So here are some fun tax facts for you. Did you know that in UK, everyone under the age of 75 years old must pay a TV license fee? Imagine. A TV license fee? Yeah. Uh, first time caller says taxation is theft. I could not agree more. First time caller. Yeah. I just, I, and plus in the UK, that's crazy because it's not like they have a ridiculous amount of TV. Well, I was thinking of somebody like Tracy and Dean who don't even own a TV. Yeah. But so is it for every TV? So or is it just to watch TV or is it for every TV that you have in the house? How does that work? I wonder. Well, your husband says yes for every TV. Well, that's like having cars here in Kentucky. Every time you renew your license plates here in Kentucky, you pay tax on your car all over again. Every single one of them. Every year. That's crazy. Every year. Yeah, that's, um, I like to drive over to Kentucky to buy fuel because the fuel taxes aren't as high as Ohio. <laughs> it's only worth it if I'm over there, though. It's not worth the extra trip. But yeah, if I'm there, I'll definitely fill up. Yeah, but you have a nice car down here, and all of a sudden, instead of paying, you know, $40, $30 to renew your tags, you're paying $700. Yeah, that's insane. Per vehicle. Every year. Every year. Yes. Oh, and by the way, it also counts for motorcycles, which I realize you, I know you know, makes a difference in our household. Yes, it does. It makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another tax fact for you. Got a beard? During Peter the Great's time, he taxed men for having beards. <laughs> um, 
if you are relocating for job reasons, you can write off the costs for relocating your pet. That's perfect. Yeah. So keep that in mind, work from homers. Okay, here's another one. This this will explain a lot. In the Middle Ages, soap was highly taxed. So we can only imagine what the average show smelled like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna piss this is gonna piss us all off. Uh oh. You ready? I'm so positive about this already. In Go twenty I know. I know. Great, great positivity pop up. <laughs> In twenty ten, General Electric made over four billion dollars in US profits. Do you wanna know how many how much you paid in taxes? <gasps> Twenty bucks. Zero. Zero dollars. And who was this? You cut out for a second. Who was this? General Electric. Oh, General Electric. Yeah, they made over four billion in U.S. profits and paid zero dollars in taxes. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yes. Victor knew. <laughs> um, oh, the U.S.—I did not know this. The U.S. Civil War was not about slavery, but mainly about taxation. I, that's a weird fact. I'm gonna have to do some more research about that. Um, and approximately 90% of people who employ housekeepers and babysitters cheat on their taxes. You know what? Tell us why. Tell us why, first time caller. Why are they cheating on their taxes? Well, they're not. You're, you hired somebody to, it's like, I mean, it's on them if they don't charge you tax for what they're, you know, I, I mean, you don't hire necessarily someone to clean your house. You get a company or a person to come in and clean your house and you pay what they charge. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Bill was correct. It, the answer is because it's theft. Um, but I, I think that they're referring to people who like hire a nanny to come in and watch their kids. They're not like going through a company or a, an individual who comes in to, yeah, to clean your house. But if you're, that's a good point, Sarah. If you are, um, those last three are very misleading. Bill says. I can't wait to hear why. Um, if you're if you're hiring a company to come in and do these things, of course, I, I don't know how that works because I'm not an employer. Well, I guess you, you have a contract with with them for them to 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 supply you with a service. Like I I pay A and A Lawn Care to cut my lawn, and I pay what they charge me. I you know I'm not yeah. And so why would employee. you claim that? Yeah, that's true. So you shouldn't have to pay employment taxes. But if you hire a nanny, I believe that person is your employee. Yeah, if you actually like if they live live in your house or like if you hire me to transport Ben back and forth, now I'm your your employee and you should be paying paying employment taxes. Right. But if you if you, uh, you know, pay or you charge me how much um, you want to charge me for doing a service for me, it's very it's very tricky. You know, that's why you have to because I can pay somebody to do something for me, but they're not necessarily my employee. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess it's all interpretation, Sarah. I, I'm sure the IRS has a clear as mud interpretation for what an employee is. This is why accounts are important, Bill says. <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you say so. 
a whole new perspective on on taxmen after watching our um, movie reel movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you if you um, have any interest in joining us for movie club that happens, we're recording that conversation on April 25th. And the movie that we're watching is Stranger Than Fiction. And yes, it's about a CPA who has who um, I, I guess he has like some crazy ass dialogue going on in his head. That was recommended by the very cute Mark Demko. Yeah, there he is. He chimed in. Me. Oh, well, I wonder who PSD was. Now I know. Yeah, PSD is Mark Demko. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, that is all I have for you this morning. Um, I really appreciate everybody spending your time with us this morning. Again, we have Movie Club um, coming up on April 25th. Tomorrow, we, the Sirens are recording an episode with author Adina Mignona, and she wrote a book called Crazy Foolish Robots, which was really good. I didn't expect to like the book as much as I did. It was such a fun book, and I can't wait for the second in the series. Um, it might already be out, but it's not out on Audible, which is where I looked for it. So anyway... Tune in on Friday to hear our interview with her. And if you guys have any positive news stories that you want me to cover, you can send them to me at sirensoapbox at gmail.com. But until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. See ya. See ya.